Part 1. Where Are We? Chapter 1. Our Stories. But among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3. If there's a single Bible verse that captures God's standard for sexual purity, this is it. And it compels this question. In relation to God's standard, is there even a hint of sexual impurity in your life? For both of us, the answer to that question was yes. From Steve, Collision. In 1983, my wife Sandy and I celebrated our first anniversary. One sun-splashed Southern California morning that year, feeling good about life and our future, I hopped into our 1973 Mercedes 450 SL, the car of my dreams, white with a black top. I'd owned it for just two months. I was tooling northbound through Malibu on my way to Oxnard, where I'd been asked to testify in a court hearing about whether a hospital should add an addiction treatment center. I'd always loved driving along the PCH, as locals called the Pacific Coast Highway. These four lanes of blacktop hugged the Golden Coastline and provided a close-up view of L.A.'s beach culture. With the top down and the wind blowing in my face, I found that summer morning a good day to be alive. I never intentionally set out to be girl-watching that day, but I spotted her about 200 yards ahead and to the left. She was jogging toward me along the coastal sidewalk. From my sheepskin-covered leather seat, I found the view outstanding even by California's high standards. My eyes locked on to this goddess-like blonde, rivulets of sweat cascading down her tanned body as she ran at a purposeful pace. Her jogging outfit, if it could be called that in those days before sports bras and spandex, was actually a skimpy bikini. As she approached on my left, two tiny triangles of tie-dyed fabric struggled to contain her ample bosom. I can't tell you what her face looked like. Nothing above the neckline registered with me that morning. My eyes feasted on this banquet of glistening flesh as she passed on my left, and they continued to follow her lithe figure as she continued jogging southbound. Simply by lustful instinct, as if mesmerized by her gait, I turned my head further and further, craning my neck to capture every possible moment for my mental video camera. Then, blam! I might still be marveling at this remarkable specimen of female athleticism if my Mercedes hadn't plowed into a Chevelle that had come to a complete stop in my lane. Fortunately, I was traveling only 15 miles per hour in the stop-and-go traffic, but the mini-collision crumpled my front bumper and crinkled the hood, and the fellow I smacked into didn't appreciate the considerable damage to his rear end. I got out of the car embarrassed, humiliated, saturated with guilt, and unable to offer a satisfying explanation. No way would I tell this guy, well, if you'd seen what I saw, you'd understand. Ten more years in the darkness. Nor could I tell the truth to my beautiful wife, Sandy. That evening, I put my best spin on the morning's unfortunate event in Malibu. You see, Sandy, it was stop and go, and I was reaching down to change the radio channel, and the next thing I knew, I rammed into a Chevy. Lucky no one was hurt. Actually, my young marriage was hurt, because I was cheating Sandy out of my full devotion, although I didn't know it at the time. 
nor was I aware that although I'd vowed to commit my life to Sandy, I hadn't totally committed my eyes to her. I continued in the darkness for another ten years before realizing I needed to make dramatic changes in the way I looked at women. From Fred, Wall of Separation It happened every Sunday morning during our church worship service. I'd look around and see other men with their eyes closed, freely and intensely worshiping the God of the universe. Myself? I sensed only a wall of separation between the Lord and me. I just wasn't right with God. As a new Christian, I imagined I just didn't know God well enough yet. But nothing changed as time passed. When I mentioned to my wife Brenda that I felt vaguely unworthy of him, she wasn't the least surprised. Well, of course, she exclaimed. You've never felt worthy to your own father. Every.